Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Podcast Me Anything. I am here once again in one of the new studios being introduced by Staples of all places in there. Staples Connects, lovely podcast studio. And I am joined by a good friend and a veteran of the podcasting space. I probably talk to him, seems like every year we do a little chat like this about what's going on. But he is Jay Soderberg, a.k.a. The Pod Vader. Jay, always a pleasure to see you and chat with you. Dude, same. And the fact that we're doing it in Boston, of all places, like not Philly or at a podcast movement or something <laughs> like that, makes it even better. I, I'm on your home turf now, right? Oh, God. I haven't been back to Boston, I think, since my kids were born. So at least 16 years. Wow. I know. I miss it desperately. I have not been up here in a long time. My sister went to school up here. And so even this morning driving and I saw, you know, so the Boston University buildings on the off the highway there, man, are the roads confusing now. I don't know if they've always been that confusing or I just, I didn't do enough driving, but man, no. is it easy to get lost up here. No, once you get into the city proper, it gets a little crazy. So what are you doing these days? I know we're going to talk a little bit about Locked On Sports, which you were up here recording, but it seems like you've got your hands in a couple other things. You're doing a, you're still doing the show with Joel? Yes. So I do a once a week podcast with Joel Sharpton of, I always get his uh, website wrong, propodcastingservices.com, I think. Solutions. Solutions? Sure. I probably just gave Darnell a plug. <laughs> I, I know they have very similar company names. So anyway, Joel Sharpton and I, we do a podcast called Always Listening, where we're basically looking at the landscape of the podcasting industry and trying to provide the proper perspective for the, especially the independent podcaster is exactly what does some of the big news in the industry mean for the little guy? All right. And I think we can talk a little bit about some of that news, but right now, you know, it is the beginning of February, the time that we're sitting down to tape this, you've got a second podcast movement conference that's about to get going out in Los Angeles, the evolutions beginning of March, you've got PodFest coming up. And it seems like every time I go online, there's another podcasting event somewhere in the world, some for podcasters, some for consumers, some for, you know, just fans of the space in general. But overall, I mean, what's your take on the landscape? Where are we at today? What do you like? What do you not like? We're exploding. We're exploding fast, probably exploding faster than we're prepared to deal with. But I think all of it's good. That's for sure. I think there's a few things perhaps on these mic flags that <laughs> they might be putting their nose into it a lot more and not totally understanding and embracing the community that already exists. But at the same time, even their involvement makes the place a better place. Yeah. I mean, it can't hurt for more people to talk about it, to get the word out there. I mean, clearly, Spotify has introduced more people to podcasting who have their head, you know, down in music all the time and weren't really thinking about it. And as we record this, uh, they had a big announcement that they are acquiring The Ringer, which was sort of rumored a couple of weeks ago and now is a officially, you know, signed, sealed and delivered, it sounds like. What about that aspect, the, you know, the acquisition game that's happening? Because it's not just them. Others are out there doing the same. Well, it's the one thing that the bigger companies totally understand is it's a lot easier to acquire somebody that already knows how to do this thing than to try and learn it all on their own. 
and oftentimes understanding that there are so many different voices out there that have such a varying opinion on what's the right way to do this that it can get confusing rather quickly. So just acquiring something that's already successful because you have the money to do it makes 100% sense for them. Does it make 100% sense for a smaller company to do that? Probably not. It all depends on what your return of investment is. Is Spotify going to get that return on whatever it is that they paid for the ringer at this particular point? We don't know what that price tag is. I think they will because they're still growing and they don't have any plans on stopping. I think that's the key difference too. There's a lot of companies that pop up and their whole plan is, oh, we're going to you know, we're just going to do this thing and somebody is eventually just going to buy us out and we're going to make a boatload of money. Right. Spotify, startup culture. Yeah. You know, Spotify is not, not in that game. Spotify is in this game for the long haul. It makes sense for them to do something like this to get even more earbuds, you know, hooked onto their app. And the more content that they can control directly, which is a interesting relationship when it comes to Bill Simmons, it's uh, the, the better off they're going to be. And for them, you know, the more people they can get listening to podcasts, the less licensing they have to pay for music that people are listening to on their app. Right. I mean, for Spotify, they're incentivized to get you to listen to more spoken word because it doesn't cost them anything primarily. Yet. I mean, unless it's their, you know, content that they're producing. I wonder what are your thoughts though on the kind of exclusive content game? Like, do you really think that having the ringer on Spotify is going to make people stop listening in other places to listen over there? Or like, you know, the luminary model of exclusive shows behind a paywall or just like, do you really think that the platforms are really gaining anything by also producing the content? The paywall thing no. But for Spotify, yes, I do think that by introducing the ringer on their platform, now I assume they're going to continue to be platform agnostic with that particular content. So it doesn't matter where you get it, which obviously will benefit them in the long run because it'll be the ringer brought to you by Spotify. I would assume if you're going to be platform agnostic, you better put your branding all over it so that people go, oh, that Spotify thing. I know all about that. And then they start listening to Spotify and Spotify does make it easy to listen to multiple podcasts back to back to back to back with all sorts of recommendation engines and different ways of getting you to listen to another podcast. So again, I think Spotify's strategy is sound. Paywalls, no. No pun intended, by the way. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Paywalls, no, because with the paywall... There's so much free that's out there. There's no reason to pay for that type of content. If I've got to pay for it, it's got to be ultra special. I mean, maybe for audio dramas, maybe for something that's scripted like that, but certainly not sports. If you're going to make me pay for a sports podcast, forget it. I've got at least a thousand other ones that are for free that I can listen to and get the exact same coverage. And we will certainly get into one source of those sports podcasts in just a couple of moments. It's funny the you brought source. <laughs> the best source. It's funny you brought up this thing about Spotify making it easy. The one thing I need to do a better job of experimenting with, and I know others are, are these playlists. Like even as a yeah. I'm not a Spotify music user either, so I'm not 
that familiar. I mean, I know what a playlist means, but I feel like there's a big opportunity to get your show out in front of people. If you can curate good playlists and include your content along with others, like it can't just be the, my show, my show, my show, my show, NPR, my show, my show, right? right? Like that's not going to do it, but there's a way to get yourself in the mix. Funny story about that. Ooh, now, please. I've been around this podcasting game for 15 or so years at this point. I'm getting old. I used to listen on an iPod, like up until about two months ago. I was still downloading on Apple Podcasts, putting it onto my iPod and listening on my iPod. For the record, we are recording this in 2020. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> my iPod died. There was a button, the on off button got stuck. And I'm like, I'm not going to fix this thing. I've got a phone. And so now I've been listening on Spotify. I've been using, going through the Spotify experience and sort of getting it. And I, it's got its downfalls. Creating your own playlist though, will help get me past some of the pitfalls that I'm running into. Like when I'm driving on my way to the Staples studios and the podcast I'm listening to ends. And now I'm trying to get off the navigation, get back into Spotify, find the podcast that I wanted to listen to next would have been much better to just create a playlist that would have just kept on going. Yeah. I mean, I'm an overcast guy. And so I've got my like daily podcast playlist, you know, they just show up and I listen and it's back, back to back. And then like when I drove up here this week, I had my travel one with longer shows that I, I don't listen to as frequently. But yeah, I guess I could probably, I just like Overcast. It just works. Yeah, but see, you paid for it. I don't have to pay for Spotify. Did I? I think I paid one time for it, maybe three or four dollars. Right. You did. It's okay. not expensive. Trust but, me, it's not like an, uh, it's not like a huge expense. And obviously Marco is a huge, oh. uh, I mean, he's a man that needs to be, is he in the Hall of Fame? Because if he's not, he belongs. I would agree with that sentiment. He belongs. I don't know if he is or not, but yes, he is revered by many in the podcasting space for his contribution and for his thoughtfulness at that app. So I'm curious because you don't pay for Spotify. Are you getting ads in between shows? Well, I'm not playlisting, so I'm not hearing any Spotify ads when I'm listening to my shows. Okay. Yeah. That's a piece of that ecosphere that I also need to do a better job of understanding truth be told. All right. So you mentioned sports and today you were also with locked on sports. Tell us a little bit about the platform and what you're doing with them. So the locked on sports podcasting network is 150 plus podcasts, your team every day. I am the executive producer of the network. I was here with Mike debate, who is the host of the locked on Patriots podcast. You guys did a great job. And I like. yes, we played a good game of what if I was listening intently and the game I, you didn't hear was, as Mike was saying, when he first joined the Lockdown Network and when I first joined the Lockdown Network and how the what if was. What if Jay what joined if, three weeks if earlier? Jay had joined three weeks earlier, Mike <laughs> wouldn't have been the host of the Lockdown Patriots podcast. So wait, it's locked on for every single team. Correct. Ostensibly. Yes. Every single professional sports team. We have a podcast covering that team five days a week, Monday through Friday, five days a week. Wow. 30 minute shows. So they're nice, quick, easy to consume. And in college, we have a number of the college sports teams covered. We're still growing there. There's still lots of expansion. So if you are a college sports podcaster or want to be reach out to me at the real pod Vader on Twitter, my DMS are open. You can reach out to me there. I'll talk to you. If there's a team that you're want to cover and you don't see it on the locked on network, there's a good chance that you're going to get yourself a podcast. We'll put Jay's handle in the notes uh, too. So you can easily find him. 
Yeah, that'd be great. And so, yeah, so we're expanding our college sports coverage in December, 80 million, uh, 80 million. <laughs> Don't we wish 8 million, <laughs> 8 million listens in the month of December to the entirety of the network. And it just continues to grow and grow and grow. Our Major League Baseball podcasts before the scandals broke were having their best numbers ever. That includes in-season podcasts in the off-season because no one else is covering Major League Baseball at this particular point in time. And I'd be year, curious five days a week. I'd be curious if the scandals make it better or worse. Like, are the scandals going to drive people away from baseball or? Do more yeah, people want to hear what's going on? What's the update? What is the MLB going to finally you know, wind up doing with all of this? People were already running away from baseball. That's the scary story that they didn't want you to hear anyway. But now that people can't trust if it's real or not, you know, all of a sudden a team has a major breakthrough year. And, oh, how did that happen? Oh, they were banging on a garbage can. So like everything else in this world, things are cyclical. And so, you know. Baseball had its time, and for a while there was basketball. Eh, hockey had a quick moment here and there. Don't get me wrong. I love hockey, but it just it doesn't quite crack the mainstream like the other sports do. So who's on top right now, you think? Is it is still it the NFL. Still the NFL? The NFL is still on top. NBA is definitely the number two growing, still growing, which is fantastic. But no one's touching the NFL. College sports is a different animal altogether as I'm learning more and more and bringing in more podcasts and how we provide five-day-a-week coverage for college teams. There are some teams that will do football all year round. There are some teams that won't touch football, and they're going to do basketball all year round. And there are others where they're going to do a perfect blend of the two sports to get to 365. I've got a client. They don't even do every day. They do every other week talking about all things Rutgers. But, you know, they're constantly mixing in, right, you know, They've transitioned away from football. They're talking basketball, and Rutgers is obviously having a great season. They're talking men's. They're talking women's. But they even bring in wrestling and lacrosse and um, you know all these different things that are going on to kind of keep it year-round. But you raise an interesting thought in my head, and since you get to work with so many people who are doing this, how do you – you know, somebody hearing this and they're thinking, man, I'd love to be the – whatever, Cavaliers podcaster or the Hurricanes podcaster, 30 minutes – five days a week, especially when you were talking about sports that often are four months, five months, maybe six months out of the year, if you include some preseason and lead up stuff, how do you find 30 minutes of content every day for a sport? Listen, it's certainly difficult, but the beauty of being a network of shows is we collaborate. We collaborate quite a bit. So we'll share different ideas. So it's not just you sitting alone on an island with a bunch of other islands that happen to have the same name. It's you working in concert with the rest of the network, with the executive producer, and understanding what different types of content ideas we can do. The NFL is a perfect example. They just finished their season, had the Super Bowl. They're heading into the NFL draft. There's going to be a ton of NFL draft coverage on the Locked On Network basically in the next few weeks all the way till April. But one of the things that we're doing for the first time, my understanding, is what we're calling, I called it this, and it's a little cheesy, but I tend to be a little cheesy. His name the, is Pod Vader. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate division crossover. And that is where all four teams in each division will get together and they'll do a whole week's worth of shows together. 
and all of that content will live on all four shows. And day one is going to be about the first place team in the division. Day two will be the second place team and so forth. Our final day, it happens to land on Valentine's Day. So they're going to do a segment on who do you love? But they're also going to talk about their division and how they see it rank against the other divisions in the NFL. So that's just one example of how we took a very simple idea. Crossover Wednesday was something that was very big this past season where each team going into that week would do a joint show together previewing that particular matchup. We took that idea, blew it up, thus ultimate. (laughs) and made it a four-person show that they'll do all week long. And that's the type of event that you can do when you're part of a network like this. And so I guess that does bring one more question to mind is the power of a network. Now, not everybody is a sports broadcaster and not everybody is going to be acquired by Spotify. But what's the power of networks, whether you're forming your own, joining another one, and also what do you have to watch out for? Because not all networks are created equal and there are some, some bad players out there. Absolutely. So I'll talk about the good before I talk about the bad. The good, and I just mentioned it, is the collaboration. So if you're struggling with your podcast, you're struggling to come up with a content idea, you're struggling with your equipment, you're str- anything to do with your podcast, being part of a network allows you to sort of rely on the wisdom of others and talk to other people and find out what they're doing that's successful. Can you translate that to what you're doing on your particular podcast? Obviously with us, it's very easy because we're all talking about the same sport. If you're part of a business network though, perhaps you're doing the business of hospitals and there's a person in your network that's doing the business of accountants. Now there may not be an obvious you know, link between the two, but in conversating with that other host, all of a sudden you come up with a great idea of something that they're doing on their show that you can translate onto your show. And that's part one. The other part is the cross promotion aspect of it. Introducing your content to an audience that exists for another piece of content. And that just happens naturally. It's something that we do a ton. As we like to say, Cross-promotion is what helped build the Locked On Podcast Network. Yeah, I mean, I've got to imagine that, you know, the Bruins and the Patriots and the Celtics and Mm -hmm. all those guys have to, or gals, I'm not sure what your breakdown is, but I'm sure all those folks are cross-promoting because if you're a Patriots fan, likely you're paying attention to the Bruins and the Celtics too. A hundred percent. And by the way, when we talk about the, we'll have the super ultimate crossover when we have those particular city teams all do a show for a week with each other. I don't know how that one will work so much because some teams will be in the off season. Some teams will be during the season. They're, they're going to be like, Hey, I got a game. I got to talk about here. What do you do in like a New York where you've got two baseball teams, two football teams? Well, everyone knows if you're a Mets fan, you're a Jets fan, not a Giants fan. If you're a Yankees fan, you're the scum of the earth, but you're a Yankees fan. You're a Giants fan. I'm that weird crossover that I was raised in a Yankees household but I'm a Jets fan. How in the world is that? That's not possible. Here's the reason why. Because when I was a kid, my dad, who he had season tickets with some of his card buddies. They had season tickets to the Jets. So when I was a kid, he would take me to, you know, a Jets game or two every season. So I grew up being a Jets fan. Now we rooted for the Giants because when I was young, they, you know, they were the Super Bowl and they won. And, but yeah, I'm a longtime Jets fan. And my grandfather was a diehard Yankees fan. So I grew up with those affiliations. Now, keep in mind, my dad is a diehard Giants fan. Like he doesn't, yeah. <laughs> so he just 
cursed me with this awful fandomness, <laughs> and it was just like enjoy. Uh, but maybe he did that to laugh at you. Did you think of that? Maybe I must have done something as a kid that he didn't like, and so See, that's a. I feel that's bad. Punished me. I feel bad for my niece because she lives in a household where my sister in law is a New York fan. My brother in law is a Boston fan. Ooh, and they made some crazy agreement that she was only allowed to be a New York Giants fan for football, but she could be a Red Sox fan for baseball, which I was like, are That's you rough. kidding me with this? That's right. I mean, every time we're over, I immediately, you know, try and instill into my niece that, no, you are a Patriots fan as well. You're not New York. It has, you do not like New York. New York is evil. You do oh. not want anything to do with New York. I'm married to a girl who grew up in Philly. So mm. our concession is she's a diehard Phillies fan. I was a Jets fan. So not that I have a chance. My kids were born the same year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So they have no chance of them being a Jets fan. Plus, I wouldn't want them cursing them with that anyway. But anyway, <laughs> perils of a network. Uh, let's jump perils back to real quick. Like, what, what do you have to watch out for? How do you know if you're dealing with a bad player? Do you retain ownership of your podcast? Is that something that's important to you? Because if you want to own your own podcast, you want to make sure that the network you're going to join isn't going to be the ultimate owner of your podcast. With the Locked On Network, Locked On is on all of the names of the podcast. That's because the Locked On Network is locked on. <laughs> so if you want to be the owner of your podcast, that's not going to happen with the Locked On Network. That doesn't make them, it doesn't make it bad. It's not it's bad. Just, you just have to know. You just got to know yeah. ahead of time. The other thing is, do you get a fair revenue share on any revenues that happen to be earned from the network? In some cases, there may not be any revenue share whatsoever, but if there is, are you getting better than 50-50? At the very least, you should be getting 50-50. And quite honestly, industry standard is 60-40. And I, I can tell you- 70-30 a lot. And I can tell you Lockdown does 80-20. Whoa. Yeah, we are very Show generous off. with the revenue share. So, and honestly, you're the one Hold that's- Hold on, hold on. We've got a host here. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thumbs up. We got it. It's true. <laughs> you know, and so you want to make sure that that's happening. You want to make sure that you're earning a fair share of what's being put into it because ultimately you're the one that's doing- a lot of the work. The network obviously is providing brand for you and is providing you with some of those other pluses that I mentioned, and they should absolutely be compensated for that, but they shouldn't be compensated more than I say 60, 40, 70, 30 is even better. All right. Well, he is pod Vader. He is of the locked on sports network. If you are a college football fan and they don't have your team represented and Either you do a podcast or you want to do the podcast for them. Reach out to at Podvader on Twitter and the real we'll, Podvader. Sorry, at the real Podvader. Either way, we'll put his username in the notes so you can easily click and tweet him or DM him. As he says, his DMs are open. So go ahead and slide on into those. Uh, he I is, am married, so don't really slide into that. Yeah, yeah, technicality. He is also a co host of Always Listening with my yes. buddy Joel Sharpton. So. If you want to stay up to date on what's going on in the space and get a good perspective, it's a good place to listen. Joel's a good guy, and Jay has been around the block, as he said, for 15 years. I've been doing it from a lot of different levels, so he certainly knows his stuff. And Jay, I'm glad we got to do this in person again, and it's a yeah. pleasure to see you, and thanks for coming on Podcast Me Anything. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. <laughs>